Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. This is the episode for September 3rd, 2019. It's Tuesday. So glad you're here and listening. You can also become a member if you'd like. The first bonus episode just came out this past weekend, and you can become a member by going to abriefchat.com and clicking on the Support the Show link. I'm so excited to welcome for the second day in a row, and if you didn't hear uh, her first appearance, you should go back and listen to yesterday's first. Diana Rose is here. She's an author and educator uh, who writes and teaches about a number of things, including astrology and tarot reading and energy work. Diana, it's so great to have you back on again. Thanks so much for being here. I'm glad to be here, too. One thing I wanted to, uh, I guess, to kind of comment on and ask your opinion on is my radicalization as a, a person of the left and you know kind of an anarchist happened in a very a very rationalist way it it definitely came out of rejecting a lot of things from my childhood which included the you know fairly mainstream conservative religion and just a lot of ideas that i grew up with and then got old enough to start thinking about and kind of tossed out as a big group but with that i tossed out a lot of things that I didn't learn till much, much, much later in my life were actually useful. And certainly if you and I had had an occasion to run across each other even a year or two ago, I would have found the things that you are into very easy to dismiss out of my own ignorance. Mm -hmm. And uh, while certainly my scope has broadened enough of what I understand people on the kind of radical ends of the left to be, that I understand many people are way ahead of me on this curve. I still know there are a lot of people, and I think this is probably particularly endemic among white men, who are really rationalist and just dismiss things like tarot and magic and astrology and all those things out of hand. Mm-hmm. And for me, learning not to dismiss them has become very important to me and has really changed my life over the past year or two. And I wonder if you have encountered, you know, among left circles or activist circles, any of the same you know kind of barriers to these what i would what i would say are kind of non at least non-culturally mainstream ways of thinking in our you know kind of commercial mainstream uh and you know if so how you have dealt with that and if not where we should all be hanging out where we don't encounter those things. so <laughs> this is really interesting because i actually um you know it took me a long time to do what i call uh coming out of the broom closet like a lot of that a lot of the process of me Allowing myself to study these things, allowing myself to acknowledge that I'm plugged into something that goes beyond consensus reality, a lot of that was actually pretty political for me. The question that I often uh, will share with folks is, who benefits if you believe this or if you disbelieve this? And then look at the history of when like really intense dismissal of like magical practices, of uh, mythological thinking, of um, like esoteric working, of like, you know, hedge witches, of, you know, the, you know, the old woman at the end of the village who like gave out herbal medicines, whatever. If you look at the history and you look at why what is not considered scientific was dismissed as invalid, if you look at the why, that will actually give you a lot of clues as to whether or not these practices are valid and where they can be useful. Like one like more recent story um, that I think is relevant, and this is mentioned, I think it's mentioned in Sylvia Federici's Caliban and the Witch, which is an excellent book that I highly recommend to any person who is interested in both magic and Marxism. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, so I think it's in that text. 
where there is a correlation between the hypermedicalization of gynecology and the disenfranchisement and dispossession of Black Southern medicine women. That would be the best way to put it. And who is benefiting by controlling women's bodies through a masculine medico-industrial complex? Is it the women themselves? I'm going to no. suggest that no is probably the answer to any question that right. ends with, is it the women themselves? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, who benefits if uh, access to God is only ever through a hierarchical, extremely wealthy, extremely powerful, institutionalized religious structure? Is it the individual people seeking to connect to God? I'm going with no again. Right. It's the people who are in power and who are using that power to increase their power and abuse it. Like, who benefits if uh, the general population is led to believe that healthcare is not something that happens in a kitchen or a garden? Big pharma. Uh-huh. So it's not that, like, we need to not engage with modern medicine. Modern medicine is exactly who you need to go to if you need to get your appendix removed. But... There are these like ways of tending to human health on a physical, spiritual, emotional, social level that like industrialization and institutionalization don't feed. Like they don't get tended within that framework. Um, but these alternate ways, quote unquote alternate <laughs> ways, actually do feed those. And whenever you feed those like multiple ways of addressing wellness, right? You actually tend to your soul. You actually tend to your body. Um, people who are in it to gain, in it to be dragons, right? In it to just like hoard wealth, they lose out. For me, that's part of what makes magic radical. It's claiming back power. And it is also saying, I'm not interested in filling your coffers, Mr. Moneybags. It's so clear to see the progression of the colonizer in all of this, where, mm -hmm. you know, all of the things that, that we, and I'm referring to people, white people throughout history, all of the things that we have thrown out as being, you know, superstitions or uh, primitive, all of those things, first of all, all of them way antedate the uh, modern solutions we have to these problems and in many cases were effective long before modern medicine came along and mm. also it just it once again just displays this incredible lack of desire to learn anything about the other peoples with whom white people came into contact as they instead just mm -hmm. wiped them out generally speaking and right. you know when i like to dismiss kind of magic and tarot and things like that out of hand I never thought of that for all of the years that I was doing it as a form of uh, white supremacy or a form of colonizing. It just mm -hmm. that to me, like it was defended by science. And that always seemed like, well, that's of course, it's it's rational. I don't believe in things that aren't rational. But that that is so incredibly limiting and wrong. Right. And, it, and also, you just said, I don't believe in exactly. things that aren't rational, right. which means that you have to believe in the like the faith that people put into science is usually done by people who haven't actually studied the history of science. When you get into the history of science, science changes its mind all the damn time. 
Like, <laughs> and a lot of the things that science is investigating now are can be considered to be translations of knowledge that was already in place but was dismissed by colonialist supremacy. We are out of time for today. Diana, will you remind people where they can find you online? Yes, you can find me by going to Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, etc. Um, my handle is Damashena, and that is spelled D-D-A-M-A-S-C-E-N-A-A. You can find this show at abriefchat.com. You can also become a member. Uh, there's a Patreon link right on abriefchat.com. It says support the show. And I thank everyone who's done that so far, especially since it's so early in the life of this show. And uh, y'all are really inspiring me to, to keep doing what I'm doing. That's it for today. Uh, Diana will be back tomorrow. And I will be probably as well. So I love you. And a better world is possible. Please.